Hello there, ringside crew. Hello there, ringside crew. Hey, dudes at ringside crew. This is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the savage juggernaut, Tomaku. Ringside. Ring. This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's own Brody Adler. The headliner in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dinker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Transport inside. You are watching the internationally known. Dudes at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to the last episode for November on the, hey Vinny, on the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther, the third, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, in the middle of the mosh pit, it's a happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going? Hey, Alex, how's it going, buddy? Yeah, so Geek, are you excited? This is the last podcast till December. So yeah, this is set our last podcast till December, but let's give it off for our bang today, Joe, because we have an awesome guest, right? Yes. Are you are you freaking pumped? I'm are you pumped? pumped are you and pumped? Anthony, because let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to our guest. Our Rocky Anthony Blackwell Jr. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Hope there's a lot of people in the chat. Come say hi to us. Boy, yes. it's gonna be uh it's gonna be an adventure. Oh gosh. As I told Geek yesterday uh, with yeah. with uh me with my PPW shirt, Geek, I'm sorry, you're out up you're outnumbered Pennsylvania Keystone style, man. We have got you now. Right. Yeah. That I guess so, right? But it's all love. It's we love the same thing. We love independent wrestling. Man. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not wearing a PPW shirt, but it's PPW Jason. I'm wearing my Tom Mitchell shirt. Guest on the former guest on the show. Oh yeah, yeah it's Tom Mitchell. Oh, he was. Yeah. I'm jellies. I guess I. I guess I have to buy that merch when I go to the show. Yeah, yeah. I bought it off him last time. Uh, he 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 is someone who supported me for a very long time. I believe he owns some of my older podcast merch. So I I wanted to return the favor and buy some of his. Yes, there's there's a lot of independent wrestlers that we've had on the podcast that like we've never met in person. That like I would totally run over the table and be like, uh, "What's his name from Futurama?" I'd be like, "Geek knows." Hey, Harley! Oh, now Harley's on the opposite side. She's in the chat again. She's in yeah. the chat today. There you go. Harley's, Harley's amazing. I'm a big oh, fan of Harley. The, that's the queen really, of the indie right there, dude. I'm rooting for. Her. Oh yeah, I'm, we're we're all supporting you, dude. Damn, ABJ has a serious comb over today. Our buddy Alex over there, <laughs> yeah. a comb over. It's just the way it's laying, my guy. Now you have me all messed up. Hold 
<laughs> hey, see how he makes fun of you i said you i was gonna say you look like we got a we got geek why did we get it since when did we get jesus jesus is our guest today the costume's right over there i can put it on no jesus, <laughs> we i didn't know i i, I prayed so hard last night i guess he like that went evaporation to the guest i'm the i am the wrong kind of jesus that you want you know yes. i did wrestling commentary oh, as we, jesus we got let we got uh scream guy in the in the chat right here. Yeah, it's a subscriber geek. Did you that see is, that? That is my that is my favorite favorite horror movie of all time. Scream, yeah, it's such scream, scream was my favorite one. <laughs> I I want to be in the sequel. I <laughs> love that TikTok video, <laughs> Mister Ghostface. See, our media is like get get a beautiful light on that face. <laughs> Bless us all with your loveliness. <laughs> <laughs> Harley's dying in the chat. <laughs> Can you hear her laughing from over here? I could hear the laughter. <laughs> so what do we got? What do you got what lined we got? up here? What do we got? So so we're gonna ask you, like, what what would you say? You so it's, since it's the end of the year, we're gonna do some like year end like matches and favorite moments from the year. Oh boy. <laughs> mm. I've consumed a lot of wrestling this year. Are we talking? TV indies. wrestling, indies, TVs, wrestling. TVs and indies included. Live experiences. Oh, every... I guess top five <laughs> indie matches, top five regular matches. Right this this year, wow. this year, this year, this year. Um, well, a really cool experience just recently happened to me. I had a I had a friend of someone who I met in the business. Um, unfortunately, couldn't go to a show, and then last minute they called me and said, "Hey, I have two free tickets to Monday Night Raw. Do you want them?" And I was like, sure. So I showed up at Raw, and 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 we were on the floor. We were literally on the rampway going down. So I was like three, like four rows from the ramp, and three rows from the ring, or something like that. I've never been that close to a professional wrestling match in my life. It was an amazing experience. Uh, thank you, Palmer and Gavin, for the uh, for the hookup. You guys are absolutely amazing. Um, so that was a cool moment. Uh, even though the main event was was awful, the rest of the show was was stellar. Um, so that was a cool experience. I've never really had that. For how how much of a wrestling fan I am, I've never been to a live pay per view. Um, I've never really been to like a lot of wrestling shows. I think I've been to one SmackDown back in the day, one, and then this is my second Raw. Um, independent wise, just uh, so much, man. I, I went from I went from just two or three companies to working for like five or six. Um, I'll be I was announced to be the MC and host of the Contest of Champions in Jersey in December. Wow. That's awesome. Um, and, and Sting. And I mean, I can go through the list of everyone's going to be there. It's going to be a massive show, but it's going to be a, a a seminar. So people are going to be there wrestling um, and and trying and essentially trying out for other companies, as well as maybe some major companies that will be there representation, uh, as well as commentary is going to get a tryout, as well as backstage interviewing and everything like that. Um, and then there's a con for the people. And then after the con is going to be a show. So. I get to host the con, and then after the con's over, I get to hang out and enjoy the wrestling match. Uh, not on commentary that night, because my buddy Pete is on commentary with uh, Kevin Kelly, which is uh, super excited for him. Yeah, That's awesome, dude. That'll be interesting, elbow to bump and task the stories to Mr. Kevin Kelly. You know what I well, mean? Well, I, I, have, I have worked uh, with Kevin Kelly adjacent before. Uh, he has been involved with um, uh, Outbreak Wrestling, where I do commentary. So I think two or three shows now. He's he's been there doing commentary, um, and now he he officially is like part of their brand, and they rebranded, and they're now they're called um, AXW, and uh, that's it's been all over the internet. Kevin Kelly has his own independent wrestling company, and that's that one in Pennsylvania. So 
the company I have been working for is now essentially uh, Kevin Kelly is a part of it. So it's a good spot to be in if you want to be a commentator when you when one of the people who own the company is one of the greatest of all time at commentary. Yeah. Yeah. So me, me and Joe just got picked up to do uh, guest commentary for our UK promotion, which is actually pretty awesome. So nice. You guys going to do it remote? Yeah, yeah, we're doing remote. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Geek yeah. next year, we're like we're 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 hoping to get more indie promotions to like ask us to do problem because we don't. The thing about me and Geek, we don't like to like jump in someone's DMs that we don't really know. We're not familiar mm-hmm. with their promotion. We don't want to go in the promotion. Hey, hey, I did promotion for a group in England. Can we do commentary? And they're like, "Bro, who are you? Who, who are, are you? you? Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Yeah. You're internationally known. We don't know who you are." Yeah, um, that's kind of how it came for me. I, I had people vouch for me. I had people put my name out there, and I had, and then from there, I kind of built up a resume, and I've been getting asked. So, if any international people are listening, and you do want post commentary, I know some people. We can get it done for you. I would love to yeah. be heard over in England. That'd the group be dope. is called yeah. Anthony. The group is called Savage Pro Wrestling. Well, no, if they if they want you guys, then that's yours. I'm saying well, if no, any just other tell company, you can watch their stuff. So you can yeah. Watch their yeah. Stuff. yeah, 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 yeah. Their one character you have to keep an eye on, he's freaking hilarious, is like their version of Vince McMahon. Oh, okay. Mr. Is it Mr. C- he's Mr. Savage Geek? No, Mr. Savargo. Mr. Savargo. Savargo. He's funny as hell. You're going to be doing commentary. <laughs> you better learn episode. those names. Yeah, you have to is- watch Savargo's <laughs> first, first episode. Oh, my God. You have to watch it. It's just that whole beginning scene. Oh. I'll check Christ. it out. Yeah. Priceless. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but match it. wise, um, I, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to give you a top five, but I can give you a couple that just stick off the top of my head. Um, my number one of the year is probably going to be uh, Davy Richards versus VSK at PPW. That match was unreal. Um, just recently over the weekend, it's fresh in my mind. Uh, two matches on that show, which uh, were really important, especially if you watch the entire season of the sanctuary to kind of see where the story has been and where it's led up and how they concluded it because the sanctuary is essentially wrestling, but it's a continuity story and they do storytelling so well to the point where you like, you fall in love with characters. You know what I mean? I, I think that's where their strongest point is, is that is a stairway storytelling. You can watch it all free on YouTube. Um, Andre Polino versus Marcy Cabrera was unbelievable. Uh, the kid, he was the, he was the hero of this guy. Then he turned on the guy and then he finally, um, you know, got his, got his, he got to beat his mentor, but did it with respect. Um, and then Ace Austin versus J.S. Hawthorne was unbelievable. Uh, the, the, the story of J.S. Hawthorne leading into this and then going against the, the inevitable Ace Austin, great storytelling, um, that, that those two matches are very high on my, on my list. Um, hmm. trying to think. Uh, Tessa Blanchard teaming with Danny Moe and, and versus Rembrandt and uh, and Cosmic at PPW was really good. Um, yeah, there's a I, it's I, I consume so much it's hard to keep track of everything. I, I'll yeah. even on for a podcast. How about Logan Paul had a pretty good match at Crown Jewel? That match really was awesome, himself. by the way. Until he hurt himself until he took out both his. I feel bad. That's sad. He hurt himself when he's like wasn't his like his <laughs> second WWE match. He got injured. That's sad. Uh, all, all the fans that are ripping sad, on Logan. Like sad, like mm, sad, like yeah. it's sad. Yeah, yeah. All the fans that are ripping on Logan Paul, man, for saying, "Oh, how come he gets the shot at Roman? How come is all the people that deserve Because he's awesome. <laughs> well, well, do you, do you realize Logan Paul's whole brand? He went yeah. up, he went up against the one of the pound for pound best boxers in the world. 
He didn't go yeah. through a whole. He didn't go through everything to get that. He got it because of star power. So that's exactly. been his whole mo leading into WWE. So why wouldn't they do it there too? Exactly. If, if the professional world of boxing is going to give him an exhibition, why shouldn't WWE? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And then and that match with Roman, he you know, and you he trained hard for that match too because he yeah, takes it seriously. Can, it's it's not he's just not just walking in as a celebrity. And, and and expecting the world, he's 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 training, he's putting the work in, and and he's getting it done. Uh-huh. Exactly. Ooh, Harley has a question. Ooh, I love questions. I'm never on the other side of questions, so this is fun. <laughs> Did you see the hand up emoji? I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. You know who Harley's? You know who uh, Harley's first interview was? Ooh, huh. it was me. Oh wow. wow. I went. I was when uh, my early days of PPW. I went around and interviewed the fans, and I interviewed Harley. Oh, geez. that's so awesome! Was she talking really loud? That you had to stand far away. No, she was. She was. Room. She was not the same Harley as we know today. She was very. At that point, she was very shy and call and very very quiet. My thirteenth birthday. See next year. Oh, there we got another f- awesome person in the chat. We have the the, the king daddy uh, of of indie scene right there. Love it, love it. Thank you guys. They're huge supporters. I love them to death, and they're they're, awesome. they're, they're huge reasons why PPW is the way it is. Is is the fans? The fans are the first, the the utmost. You could ask anybody in the talent. Like we, the company is great. We love working for the company. Paul is great. Anthony's great, but. You can go out there and just have – you could be having a bad day. You could be having a bad week, a bad month. Uh, you walk into the PPW, and then just the way the fans are, you you can't leave there in a bad mood because the fans are just amazing. Yeah. Cool. Uh, has, question, uh, you, yeah. You, you, uh, you guys read it. Sorry. You're the host. Early, put your question in the chat. We're waiting with baiting yeah. breath. I'm like – You just did. It's it's You have a podcast. How long have you been doing it? She wants oh, to know. Okay. There you go. So I, I, I've been doing podcasting now for four years. Uh, I think I'm coming up on my fifth year. And um, I, when I first started, it started off, I was doing four or five different podcasts at one time. And I did it for about four years. Well, one was about two years and the other ones were about four. Um, and and uh, it, it became, I, I, I set a precedent of how to do this. I know you guys have the motto I heard yesterday in your podcast. If it becomes a job, then you have to back away. Yeah. yeah, I'm the opposite. I got to dive in harder. I want this is my dream. I want this. I want to become something. I don't want to go to work anymore. I want this to be my job, you know, and 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 you're not going to get it without the work, dedication and time that puts into it. But I also respect my time. I respect the people's time who I do it with. And I respect the, the time effort it goes into doing it. But it just became so difficult to try to get multiple people on the same page to do interviews, to do Hey, we're going to travel and do this. But I always wanted it to be, if we do it, we do it as a team. So if I have an opportunity to do it, I'm not just going to go myself and do it. I want the team involved. But to get everybody on the team involved to always do it is tough. And it's really, really hard to be the leader and get four people on this show taken care of and then four people on this show taken care of and then four people on this show taken care of and then getting everybody. It's just a lot. It was a lot of moving things. Um, it was a huge undertaking. I'm shocked I did it for as long as I did for four years. I love everybody who was involved with it. I love all the work we put into it. I'm still proud of all five of those podcasts. But um, as of this year, I ended all those and I rebranded and I'm, I, I went solo. So so I'm only three episodes into my new podcast. Um, and if I, if I can kind of consolidate everything I was doing with the five and put it into one, I feel like I can't be stopped. I feel like this is going to be a big thing. I feel like I, I have time to do the things I wanted to do before on the channels, uh, and that I can and I can get it done where I can just kind of go and get it done myself if need be. 
Yeah. You're you're doing awesome, Anthony, and and we we think you're gonna kill it in 2023, dude. You know, I'm gonna make up my year. I swear, like we all three of us, we're gonna kill it because like we're we're all in this little connection with this little. I we we have we have we have our own little say, me and Geek. There's groups that have a big podcast, like Click. Me and Geek, we have a small one, and like. Just between all of us, hey, another subscriber, welcome, 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 welcome. Like, if we all succeed, it's not just us if we succeed. If we all succeed, we're all happy. We're all I will succeed. say this, and I, I, I don't want to do the all kumbaya. I want to be realistic, especially people who are in the podcast community. Um, a lot of my first four years with that podcast, especially in the wrestling community, was built trying to get people to work together. I mean, if you're on Facebook, I have the Elite Podcasters group where it's supposed to be a thing where we can work together, brand each other, get each other stuff done, promote each other, help each other. Because I felt like if I I literally did so much research, I studied podcasters from from Connecticut down to New Jersey, and I was and I was for, and I was working my way down. And I found hundreds of podcasters, and I would listen to their episodes. That's how I found like that's how we found each other. Like I researched everybody. And it wasn't just like researching to be like, am I, am I better or this? No, I was trying to build a community and get everybody on the same page. But the real is the realistic thing here is not everybody's not everyone has that mind state. Not, no. not everybody wants to work together. Not everybody is receptive to that. And I was kind of telling Joe in the chat, the biggest question is how do you grow? Right. And I think what too many podcasters try to do is like, I have a discord. I had Facebook groups. I had Facebook communities and I'm still guilty of this. Sometimes I'll do it. Uh, but it's not what you're supposed to do. If you're in a community, if you're in a group, if you're in a Facebook page, if you're on a TikTok, you cannot just go in there and flood all your stuff. Here's my new episode. Here's my new episode. Here's my new episode. Put your stuff in there and dip. No one's going to respect you. No one's going to click on your link. No one's going to care. You might get one or two people to click on it. But you need to build the community. You need to go in there and comment on people's threads. For all the work you put into social media saying, here's my new episode – you need to put the same amount of energy doing that as you do saying going to somebody else's channel, like going to Harley's and being in the comment section and saying, hey, I love the show, asking questions, engaging. Because then people are going to see, oh, wow, this person actually gives a shit. They're not just in here to spam and, 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 and put themselves over. They're legit there to support. And if more podcasters did that to one another, we would grow. And, and it wouldn't just be celebrities who are dominating the industry, dominating the market, because – the people are stronger than the celebrity. It's the truth. The only reason they're celebrity is because us, the people, make them celebrity. If we work exactly, together, we can get there as well. You don't need a million subscribers. If you have a strong 200, 300, you, you, you're good. You know what I yeah. mean? You, you can make a living off of podcasters with a small brand like that, but you need the loyal people to do it. But the problem is, is too many guys are just trying to flood each other's stuff and no one actually wants to work together. Everyone talks a big game. Um, like you guys are having me on. You know how many times I've had countless amount of podcasts? Go back and look at the Tornado Tag. If you go back and look at Tornado, Tornado Tag podcast, I had numerous podcasters come on and put their brand over. How many times did I get a response back saying you should come ne on my nope. Never. Because Never. they to come on and get your audience. They don't want to work to put, help you put over on your their audience. Totally. Exactly. Exactly. I felt when I came on, me and Geek came on Tornado Tag, I didn't feel like it was like talking to Casey Case. I'm nervous, nervous as hell, sweating like freaking Key from Key and Peel. I felt like we were in like 
a, a yummy restaurant eating wings and drinking beer. He, he could be drinking soda. Yeah. <laughs> I love with, the, with a bowl of wings in yeah. front of me. We were just chilling, bro. We didn't feel like just, I was like, just chill. what is he going to ask me? Shit. Am I going to yeah. get embarrassed about the old school match I love? But yeah. your, your yeah. buddy felt like he was me. Was like, oh, do we become best friends? The old school guy that was on 20 or 10. I, I felt like a bond. I was like, shit, these guys. And Anthony just, I told Geek after, I was like, dude, I felt so comfortable. That, that's what I honestly strive to do. Um, when, you, when you're doing interviews, and I, I kind of been uh, talking to Harley a lot about this, and I, I never really let people in my mind of how I do the show or run the show because it's just kind of something I've always just did naturally. I never really sat down and thought what I do to help other people do. Like, I can help you with equipment. I can help you with StreamYard. I can help you with all these cool things. But I, I, I'm really starting to boil down like what I do in my interview style and how I learned my interview style. And I kind of been teaching Harley that like in private messages, like, hey, this is what I here's the three ones I listen to study how they ask questions. You need to be prepped as an interviewer and have your questions lined up. But you also need to build off a conversation as well. So if you say something like, where did you train from? And they say, I trained out of here, here and here. And you're like, oh, and, and some of the names. And then they say, like, and when I was there, this person was here. So you listen to that question. You say. Well, how many people from your graduating class still wrestle? Because that's something that happens all the time. People quit. You build off those questions because a lot of people have their list and they get their first question and they don't even listen to the response of the question. They're ready to ask the next one. But you <laughs> build from the first one. You might be able to get two or three more questions out of that if you build off of the question they said and listen and say, oh, there's something more to that that I'm interested in. Build off that. Then you have your next one lined up. You might not even get through your list because – by the end of it, you are you you've you've had a general normal conversation because you're generally interested in the guest instead of just going down your list of questions. Yeah. yeah. That that's why I try I try to have sometimes a response question, like, oh, who's your favorite wrestler, for example? And then it'll be like, All right, what's your favorite matches? And then they'll start talking and listing their favorite matches and moments from that wrestler, and then yeah. it'll be it'll be like a full-on blown conversation so well that that's another thing that happens a lot too in this with the podcasters is listen we have an uphill battle because there's a lot of podcasts out here that are not good and i and i hate to say it but they're not they don't put the prep and they don't put the work in but they're willing to drop money to pay a wrestler to come on their show and talk to them you know how many times people have i heard that they paid a wrestler for an interview and the interview was awful because the wrestler didn't care they got their money and they dipped but also the person who did the interview either wikipedia the person didn't really do their research or they had their 10 list of questions and they're all the same 10 list of questions that they probably heard on another podcast. And they're trying to recreate and get those same numbers and not be themselves in the interview. Mm -hmm. Your goal as an interviewer is to not get everybody in based on your guest and grow through your guest. You want your audience to build off of you as the host and the guest is the treat. If that makes any sense. Yeah. It's a hundred percent dude, because you, you want, people come really not to see your guests they want you want the people to come to see you personally sure. because that's that's the goal because you want that person to come back keep coming back every yep. single time yep. so yeah. that's, why, that's why i love renee paquette i love chris van fleet um that i love um AEW unrestricted uh aubrey and tony shivani do an amazing job with interviewing because they have that a connection where they feel like they're talking to their friends you know Mm -hmm. they're real they're just some of the mainstream ones but there's some good independent ones out there do who do a great job huh. yep i hope that answered your question i'm just trying to keep i think it did carly yeah. is like 
peachy like she's like lighting up the chat well i've been telling her and she laughs i i i crowned her the queen of the the ppw independent scene right there yeah she she is uh alicia toot yes thank you so much i love alicia she is she has been a, a huge uh huge person too like we we've seen her for the second time and she remembered us from the first and she's like yeah you want to do like you want you have your camera let's make content because she knows the game like that's my problem i go to shows and i just never bust my camera out and i never make content because I'm ner- I'm not. I yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be vulnerable here. I'm nervous. I'm afraid to go and ask. Sometimes people or bother people, because also I, I want to get content. But if I feel, and this is just my brain, ready. So this is me at PBW. I can go and get interviews with fifteen people and do quick twenty minute interviews and bang a whole bunch out. But when I'm at PPW, if if a promotion says I can walk in their doors and I don't have to pay for a ticket, I have to I have to earn my keep for that ticket, right? So this is before I was a commentator. I was a backstage interviewer or I just helped with anything I could help with. So I put my content and my brand aside. And then when I walk in, I put the PPW brand on or the outbreak brand on, or I put the brand of who I'm working for that day because they put me in to, to do the job. Um, and, and, and sometimes that doesn't benefit me. For example, like there's promotions that I've been working for, for two to three years growing, even without, not trying to be mean, but without a lot of their help of putting me over as a content creator, because they they think of me as one of their own, and that's amazing, and I love that. But I'm not known as Anthony the podcaster for a long time. PPW, I was the PPW commentator, and then people are like, oh, you also have a podcast? Because I don't go out of my way to put it over because I'm I'm that's not the brand I'm there to do that day. And then 14 other podcasters walk in the door and they think, wow, Tony came in and helped us grow our brand while also working on his and then these other podcasters come in and go hey i want to come in and shoot all this content and i'm kind of like man that'd have been dope to do for a while but i come in i do a meet and greet i i do all my prep for commentary i make sure i'm on point with commentary i want to make sure the show looks good so the last thing i'm doing here is getting is getting content for myself because i want to make sure what i'm there to do as the for the promotion is good yeah yep completely I agree with you, Harley, in the chat. Yeah, he's doing, he's doing, yeah, he's doing it. Throwing yeah. that fire. It, 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 it all comes down to your work ethic. If you want to do anything in this world, you just got to work for it. Um, I know somebody said in the chat, made a joke that I'll be working for GCW. I don't think that's going to happen, but that, that was a thing I did. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of the GCW settlement series they've been doing. Yeah. So they essentially just been saying, whoever shows up, let's, we'll give you an opportunity to get in the ring and roll and roll. And, uh, I kind of showed up and I was like, like, what are you here for? And I was like, I'm a commentator. Um, if you need a commentator, I'm here. And there, and, and I, I went two or three times. I was supposed to go the fourth time, but my car had issues and I couldn't go and I was disappointed. But uh, I think, I think it'll be this Tuesday again. Um, is it this Tuesday or next Tuesday? Oh shit. I should probably figure that out. Cause I have a guest book. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I was broken. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to, I'll commit to my guests, but I drove to Jersey. And I literally drove to Jersey to do absolutely nothing. But I, <laughs> I, I, I literally just showed my face and said, I'm here. And if you need me, I'm here. You know what I mean? And and sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't. But if you don't get in the car and, and put the miles in and spend the gas, you never know if you don't try. Well, I'm saying this now, Anthony. If there's ever a show and you want to have a buddy Thunder come with feet, you. I love that, man. That's right. Thunderfeet has been our homie since we were in college. That's our, yeah. like, that's our Those are all the, indie, all the indie shows with us, you know? He was... So. He is the guy that would if we if back in the day if we what we were what we are now he'd be our security. He was okay. one of these 
big. He's our. He would be our Kevin Nash, the old school Kevin Nash with the he, AV. He also he also streams on Twitch also, so he's a cool oh, guy though. Yeah. Yeah. Big, yeah. one of the coolest yeah. guys you'll ever meet. Such a nice guy. <laughs> Irish John yeah. says ABJ, the first one in and the last one to leave. Yeah, the people I ride with hate that sometimes. <laughs> They're like, "Why are you picking me up so early? The show don't start till four. And I go. Because if I get there early and there's enough people, I might be able to get content, and it never happens, yeah. and they probably get frustrated. Yeah. But would would yeah. you ever con- would you ever consider coming to the New York New York side or? Uh, I did. Uh, I I went to Binghamton, and I I kind of just showed up with the the ideas. If you need me, I'm here, and they, I didn't really know what my job was going to be that day, and I showed up, and they're like, "Hey, uh, it was it was uh, JD from PPW. Uh, he he's one of the managers there, and uh, also commentary guys." And I just drove to Binghamton just to support him and be and 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 put and help whatever I can to help his first ever show. Um, and I showed up and he said, uh, "Hey, I'm gonna throw you on commentary." And I said, "I appreciate that. You didn't have to, but I drove all the way to New York once again on maybe I, I drove on a maybe. You know what I mean? Uh, and some people won't do that. You know what I mean? They're 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 uh, they're saying that you know I'm not going unless I it's it's guaranteed. And that was an opportunity that I did that, and I got to do commentary and call some matches that I really liked. He does. <laughs> he sucks. Alex yeah. is <laughs> trying to get you to come to NYWC and SWA. Uh, NYWC and SWA would be fun to work. I don't know if yeah. I'd be able to be a full time guy there, but I would love to come in and and, and hang out. It's hard yeah. to it's hard to commit full time, especially with the with the the uh, um. The, the, the promotions I have who want me to be full time for them, it's very, very hard to, to separate the two. Yeah. Well, I'm just throwing this out there, Anthony. If you ever think about coming to NYWC or one of those places, if you're near Milford, just grab me, muzzle me, and toss me in the car. Say, <laughs> Joe, we're going. We're going. If there's room in the car, I'm down. So another <laughs> thing I love to do too is on the way to a show, um, nine times out of 10, if I'm driving somewhere, there's probably two in the front and four in the or three in the back. And we always um, we always bring talent with us. So like, if we get booked in Jersey, we'll say the promoter like, "Hey, we can bring two or three guys from PA, and if you want to use them, use them." And then we bring our people up, and they get opportunities to work other promotions. That that's happened a lot too. That happens that's to me awesome. a lot. Where I have a friend that I, I travel with now, Philly Mike Swanson and and Riley Crow. Um, I'm the next two weekends. I'm not booked. I have nothing. I'm doing nothing at these shows. The only thing I'm doing is driving them to shows because right now they have car situations. Um, but I know how it feels to not to be booked, but not be able to get there. So I, uh, I'm going to ride out with my homies and make sure they get their job, make sure they get their booking fees and make sure they get a chance to go and entertain people. And I'm just going to sit in the crowd and enjoy myself. You know, I'm not, I'm not there to work. I'm not there to do anything. I could probably get content, which is exciting. Um, but I'm not even prom- promoting the telling the promoters I'm coming to, for the opportunity to get content. I'm just going as a fan. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, if you ever get a chance to check out ISPW, that's one in New Jersey. They do okay. a lot of good shows. If you ISPW. ever find out there's a show that you're going to do, if I'm I'm praying, they said they were supposed to be back in the Sussex County Fairgrounds. Oh, we, we, we skipped fall. Harley's question. Let me. I don't remember. Yeah, Harley, can you retype it? I I apologize. I talk too much. <laughs> If you like Jersey promotions, Shore Star is really good. Pro Wrestling After Dark is really good. Uh, Shore Star, uh, I mean, uh, Standalone Wrestling is really good. There are three promotions that really have been taking me under their wing. But I'll, I'm going to tell you right now, I only worked there once, and it was a – you want to talk – I love going places where the crowd is just into the product, and they're really, really into what they do. IWA New Jersey is unbelievable. 
it's it's a it's a melting pot of culture it's like the, the uh, puerto rican spanish community 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 and and the white community and then the and and every everyone just jammed into this building and they they call their fans the nut house because that's <laughs> just how they are they are absolutely like ecstatic uh plans that's for the new way. year um just to keep grinding um i love doing commentary but i, I would i my my goal is i want to become a content creator I, I would love to make this a brand. I'd love to be able to say like, hey, this is my job. I, I create content. Uh, the Patreon jibes up or we get uh, um, sponsorships or we get to a, a subscriber account where social media pays me and then the, the listeners don't have to. Um, that's my goal is just to keep growing my brand. And uh, I, I'm going to put my brand a little more first, um, but still be respectful to the companies who are bringing me in to do commentary, if that makes Definitely. any sense. Definitely. Yeah, that makes sense. Totally. I mean, I'm, the thing I mean, is, yeah. find, is finding uh, your value. I'm sorry, Metal Geek. Finding your value. I think a lot of podcasters walk into promotions, and some promotions tell podcasters, "Hey, you have to pay us to walk in the door and, and make content. You have to pay us to put your logo on the poster uh, and and to, to even walk in and bring a camera. You have to pay." I'm like, wait a second. You don't pay a newspaper to put your to put your 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 thing in, the, do you? I said the thing is is. If, if if you have a thousand people reading that newspaper, I think your margin is probably this big of people who care about professional wrestling. I'm bringing in an audience of X amount of subscribers that are keen to professional wrestling. So I bring more value than you think I do. But why am I paying you? Like I'm not asking for money, but let's work together. Work together. When when how it should be in promotions that I know, they'll say, hey, over here there's three podcasters. If you guys are talent and you want to get over, go hit up those three people. They're here to put us to help us get our thing and get you over. So the the promoter should be like, hey, we have this podcast, this podcast, this podcast. Make sure you guys hit them up throughout the day and get con help them get content. And also, you're going to put yourself over as a talent, and then you're going to say that you're at our show. They're going to put that on the internet, and more people are going to hear about our show to go watch it. It should be a team effort, not what what can we do to get money out of podcasters who are willing to pay it. Exactly. Yeah. You said everything that I've been thinking and I've been saying to Geek for weeks. <laughs> People have I get been in trouble yeah. sometimes with these thoughts. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like it, I we need we need we need that meme that thing from uh, Step Brothers. Did we just become best friends? Yup. I've been saying that for months to Geek when somebody messages our Instagram page. No names. Can you oh. pay me four hundred dollars to put your logo on our poster? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> No, I'm like, I'm like, no, it's, it's, I'm like, it's our logo. First of all, why do we need to pay you? You know what I mean? Yeah. My dad <laughs> said that to me. Everybody's saying it to me. Don't give them a dime. You're bringing them notoriety. You're bringing them information, like things. We have people that watch us from England, Scotland, Portugal, Canada, like Australia, Australia, like all over the globe and half the country. Know like, your value. Yeah. Like, dude, really? Like, uh -huh. well, Alex, pro, pro, and I hate, term, uh, I hate this term, but too, ma too many times that the, the term market's thrown out there. And because we're wrestling fans and because we're podcasting content creators, they think, oh, they're dumb marks. We can get money out of them. At the end of the day, if you're telling me I have to pay you to interview an independent talent that you don't even own, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it makes me sick because there's certain promotions, not name dropping, but we that we we tell them about the promotion and then the person chimes down on me like freaking deadpool getting beat up by wolverine 
Like, boom. After the podcast, I get grabbed through a wall saying, you need to play blah, blah, blah to bring them here. And I'm like, the person, yikes. <laughs> like, no, get away from me. Stalker, creeper, creeper alert. <laughs> like, the thing no. is, is if you're going to demand that and tell a promotion that you're not doing it, you have to back that up on your end too with your hard work and your work ethic. Because if you walk in with 12 subscribers and, and, and you get three, three plays per view, you can't walk in and expect the same thing as some, another content creator who's doing the job of, of putting themselves out there and being weekly and being consistent. You know what I mean? So you can't walk in and demand the same thing that a Chris Van Fleet is working for. Like I worked for a promotion for two years. Chris Van Fleet walked in and got the red carpet treatment and he should because he's high, he's higher ranking than me. Just yeah. like if you're a professional wrestler, I don't care if you're a student who set up every chair in the building and set the ring up. If the rock walks through the door, you're the lowest man on the totem pole. No one gives a shit about you. You want to get to that level, put the rock work in. Exactly. And, uh, Alex just complimented you, Joe. He digs the beard, by the way. I do like the beard as well, too. Beard is always good. Get rid of the what? This is naturally gray because my family. It's a a thick Finkel stash. Finkel stash. He said, keep the beard and not and and keep the beard, not just the mustache. Because see, you remember from when when I did the the tornado tag, the Fink is part of my DNA. (laughs) I'm jealous because you grow a great mustache. I have the gap. I I can't. I can't yeah, we said that we were on Tornado Tag. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't guess it's... I found out during Ancestry, I have Viking in my blood. So the beard, it's Viking, baby. I wish I had that hair. That would make me look like like a wood... I would look like Wolverine. Yeah, I, I got to spit on one of those sticks, but they cost too much. And I have I have the I have the gun show. Woo, look like at those things. Yeah. Better calm down, Hogan. 20 Walking inch around the woods with a tank top with the freaking ripped jeans on. Got- Coming out of the woods with the hair like that. Like, mommy, Next one, get out of here, kid. <laughs> Harley's got another question. You guys don't got one. Harley uh, got him. Harley, Harley should host this right now. She's killing it. I told you, Harley comes through with like the fire question. That's why I love her in the chat. She uh-huh. She's gonna give away all of her questions now, and then she won't she won't book me on uh, in December. <laughs> oh, there you go. She has a question. Her birthday's on December 5th. <laughs> oh, there it is. You know what I'm doing for my birthday, everybody? I will be on a podcast with Harley. I, I'm spending That's my birthday healthy. on that podcast, and we're going to do an interview. So definitely go check out Harley and their and Sabrina's podcast. Uh, they do an amazing job. But that's where I'll be December 5th on my birthday. I think it's a – what day is that again? What does that fall on? Is it a Tuesday? December 5th. Monday. 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 That's uh, a Monday. Yep. So I will be – December 5th on a Monday, I will be on that podcast – and, uh, and and trust me, the the ABJRB will be uh, coming in full effect. Yeah. So so Anthony, do you watch any Creator Pro or, or have you watched it? Or uh... I do not. Uh, I, I, so I'm going to ask you, where can I see Creator Pro? Are they on YouTube? On or tw- they on Twitch. 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 Don Twitch. Twitch. Yeah. YouTube. So they they do a show. I think it's what every two or three months, Joe. They do a show. Yeah. Every two or three months, and every show they kill it. They, they're just they, they do a great job they do an absolute great job they have great students a lot of good people coming out of that school uh the talk of the ring uh podcast i am so sorry i didn't say the name of the show those yes. ladies the are doing the their work they're great definitely go follow them on all social medias they have they're 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 getting their feet wet they're like the ducks you see them walking on the side of the road they're like wetting their little wings and they're gonna fly away they're gonna fly yeah. higher than uh, us they, they, they're awesome yeah they're gonna kill it yeah. um yeah so uh creator pro um huge leo sparrow fan 
I think he's a really nice guy. Amazing. Uh, I actually cut if you actually if you go back and watch his first promo he did uh, when he was in um, uh, the Rio Grande, New Jersey. He said, you know, that the IC title was won in Rio de Janeiro. I'm gonna win my title in Rio Grande, but I can't just walk around with a title. I have to beat somebody first. So there's a video of a guy on the side of the road in in a yellow vest and I think a hat, and he's picking up trash, and he's a big fat guy. And Leo Sparrow comes over and smashes him in the head with a knee. And uh, he falls over, and Leo Sparrow pins him, and he becomes the world's champion. That was my first and only bump I'll take in professional wrestling. So I was beat for the world championship for the very first time. My wow, claim to wow. Leo Sparrow. That's amazing. I was told uh, by a wrestler from California, Anthony, that he wants to throw me through a table. And I'm like, no. No, no, no. I'll, no. I'll, I'll sit here and do commentary with you. If I ever had a chance to do it in PPW, I may mark out because you, your commentary is really spot on and really good. But I'd probably stay professional, but I would love to do it. I would love to see if I ever go to PPW, I could ask Paul, like, Paul, can I grace you with maybe doing commentary cause I'm, since I'm here? <laughs> like, well, good luck because I'm going to be honest with you. One of the things with commentary, too, at professional wrestling companies is for a very long time, it's been commentary has always kind of been a revolving door where they just kind of let anyone do it. And I think a lot of promotions are realizing that it's not always the best for your brand when people listen back because you don't have control over the commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot more companies have been tighter on who sits in those seats. And everybody, there's a waiting list on every company like, hey, can I get in there? Um, so I wish you luck. I hope it happens for you, but I, it's not my call, but I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it, it's tough. I'm just being honest with you. I'm just telling you how the yeah, game is. Um, oh, yeah. It's tough. It's not, it's, it's, a, it's, it's becoming harder to, uh, to break into it. And, uh, and that's because people like Paul Bow and Pete DeLong and, and these really, really talented commentators that once people started giving the opportunities to really good commentary, they're like, Oh, we're not going to just do the whole rotation thing anymore. We're going to try to lock these guys down. And that's, that's a positive thing. And I think that's one thing that we've been doing really well in the, in the, in this side of the, the spectrum is kind of locking those seats in. Um, yeah. But yeah, creator pro huge VSK fan as well. He's uh, awesome. I love VSK. Very, very nice guy. And there's a kid. He's a power lifter, a Spanish kid. Uh, Myers. Myers. Um, I'm not sure of his first name. He he wrestled twice at the sanctuary. He very he's very, and he's from Creator Pro. He would literally drive from New York all the way down to to Hazleton, Pennsylvania, work the sanctuary. I'm really bummed. I don't remember his name right now. Um, but he's very very talented. Uh, he's a Creator Pro kid. I love what they do. I'm a big fan of that school. Uh, if anyone from Creator Pro is listening, I would I would more than happy drive to your school and uh, bring up my camera equipment and interview some of watch your talent watch. and learn about Next your school. Watch geek. I'm just guaranteeing right now. Podcast Jesus right here. We'll be at that episode right there. Watch. He's gonna honestly. One of the things I want to do is I want to start going to wrestling schools and and getting footage of a training session, just like a small, and then interview people about how they found the school, the history of the school, what the school has gone through. Because I think those stories are very. I love those aspects of stories. I don't know if you've been watching like the territory stories that are on Vice TV. They're amazing. And I, I want to capture some of those stories as well. And I've always been fascinated in that more than actually even the wrestling. Um, so I would love to go to more training schools and uh, and get content like that. So if anybody wants to steal that idea, you're more than welcome to. Because <laughs> I want to hear the questions. Yeah. 
every company except SWA. <laughs> oh, for commentary for the commentary. You know, SWA. That that sounds like the one we know from from Italy. SWA isn't that the name of that one, Gabe? No, no, no. It's the one from Long Island. There's yeah, one there's, in there's so many. There's like a hundred PPWs. Just those three letter acronyms. <laughs> yeah, look that up now. Harley's <laughs> <laughs> oh, question: We never got to it about if what she would want to call. Um, I just saw. If it. I got a call from AEW uh, or WWE to be a part of their team, would would I take it? Yes, I would one hundred percent take it. Either one of them, I would take the job. Um, no, no, no shots thrown at WWE, but I I feel like. There's some people in WWE that I think I can be better than, um, or I would fit in very well with. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm just thinking I bring a little something different to the table. I think too many people in WWE are like that model, like be Michael Cole, but like a little hybrid version of them. You know what I mean? And then like someone like Pat McAfee or Corey Graves steps in there, and it's like, oh, this is a breath of fresh air because they're so different. Um, that I, I would, I think I would bring that to the table. AEW, I would be shitting my pants because their commentary team is unbelievable and then some of the best in the history of the business especially when they throw the roh commentary team guys in there um that would be intimidating AEW as a commentary team would be a very that they, they that would i would feel like it was a sink or swim moment i'd probably have horrible anxiety i'd have a horrible anxiety at either one of them but trying to follow jim ross uh, excalibur shivani and taz would be uh would be absolutely frightening that's scary I'd be nervous to do like the WWE commentary because growing up trying to be like either uh Gorilla Monsoon or be like the Bobby the Brain Heenans, I'd get the stomach bubbles even like before the show. I'd be like, oh no. Give me a garbage I can. Love, I would love to work with Corey Graves. I love Corey Graves' like commentary. He's freaking fun to work with. And if you say something, he'll get you. And then you get yeah. back and forth. And and I think I think the back and forth with me and Graves would be a good time. And I really love Michael Cole. I think Michael Cole got a lot of heat his whole career, but uh, he's also someone who had someone yelling in his ear for as long as he did. And I think Michael Cole really got to show what Michael Cole's about when Pat McAfee showed up. Yeah. 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 It sucks. So, Pat McAfee's trying to do is what I modeled myself to do as well, and then he jumped in the commentary, and I was like, well. He not that he stole my idea. Not, no ideas are sacred, but it's just like the energy he brings to commentary is what I try to do. I don't stand on top of tables and dance. I mean, sometimes I dance. Sometimes you just up and you got to dance. But it's I'm, not opposed, I'm not opposed to it. I've done it before, but I just try to be. On, I think what Pat, Pat does, what I try to model myself as well, is no matter what I do in life, um, I'm unapologetically me. I, I'm me through. Like the only time where I'll play a little bit of a character is on commentary. Like when I do some commentary in Jersey, I do heal sometimes and I have a really fun time doing it, but it's like even some of the heel are little bits of me just being funny, but also being heelish. Uh, but I just try to be me and I, I try to let my personality uh, shine through of, of uh, if anything I try to create, whether it's podcasting or professional wrestling commentary. Yeah. So, so what, so we, we know Anthony's favorite moment this year from wrestling. What would you say your favorite moment Joe is this year? Oh my gosh, this year. Yeah, I'm not a big, you know, you, you're more the AEW guy, but after watching the MJF microphone thing, he did that, that uh thing he did went off when they were off live when he went off on, this week, uh, the, this past week, you mean? Yeah, I watched it yeah. when you sent me. I was like, ooh, fire, ooh, and CM Punk somewhere is going. He did that already. 
There's the, here's another moment for you, and it's not even one that people talk about enough. How about Willow Nightingale getting the official Willow is all elite? That was a cool moment this year. That was a cool moment, definitely. Um, Ace, Austin, Ace Austin killing the Super Juniors and, and becoming a Bullet Club member was cool this year. And hopefully, knock on wood, tonight, I believe it's tonight, Impact. Uh, it's either tonight or tomorrow night. It's one of those nights. I think it's tonight. I think they put their pay-per-view on tonight, and then tomorrow night's going to be um, AEW. But uh, I will I will have to watch the preview when I get home later. I'll be I'll be driving back from New Jersey. Uh, I'll be at Titan. So if anybody that goes to Titan, uh, I'll be at Titan promotion tomorrow. Um, just just giving a ride to somebody, not doing any work. But uh, hopefully Masha Slamovich brings home a title. I'm a huge Masha fan, and, and I would oh, love okay. to see her with the Impact Women's Title. Definitely, she needs to. She needs to. She's very underrated, man. She needs to win something. You know? She's. They, they, someone's yeah. got to strap the like. Give her the strap. Give her the belt. Yeah. Yeah. There's another person I don't know if you ever heard of in Staten Island, uh, Warriors of Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I think they just did a. Did they just do a show with uh, Darius Carter versus Tessa Blanchard? Yeah, I was so mad. I was in. I was getting. I had to use the bathroom when I was in Brooklyn. And I walked into a random pizza place and walked, asked the guy if, if uh, I could use the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom, came out, and was standing there to buy a soda. And something, loveliness caught my eye. Like, oh, what is this catching my eye? There's no car driving by. I'm not having a stroke. And I look over, wrestling poster. Bought my soda. And I was opening it like a little kid drinking the soda, looking at the poster, seeing if I know anybody on it. Everybody we know. It was Adina Steele. It was jo- Joan uh, Vicious Vicky. It was oh my god! It was like the poster. Whoever did this poster, magnifique, because I knew every face on this poster. I was like, that that show is available on YouTube if you want to go watch it. Okay. I, I did watch the Darius and uh, Tessa match, and it was unbelievable. Uh, thank you, Harley. Says I'm proud of you. I'm very proud of you as well. Wants to see you dance. Yes, you have to get that fake generic music on. Let let uh Anthony dance. Where's that generic music? I got that. I'm not dancing uh, now. I got to be in the moment. I just can't. I just can't. I can't bust it out. You know what I mean? I gotta. There's some wrestlers that have really good intro music. You just gotta dance to it. I I danced to Dalton Castle when he came out. You can play music. I ain't dancing to it. (laughs) 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 Um. So yeah, there's yeah. ever you ever gonna get that show, Anthony? Let me know. I've always wanted to go to like, something in New York because indie shows in New York and Pennsylvania, yeah. they bring the fire. <laughs> like, if, if there's a promote, if I lived in New York and I know New York is not like Pennsylvania, where you know sometimes it's, I can get the shows in New York quicker than people from New York can get to New York shows. Um, but if you live in New York and you're anywhere close within a two to three hour car ride, and you're not going to House of Glory shows, you're crazy. They're crazy. Yeah. How are you not supporting House of Glory? That promotion is unbelievable. And everyone there is so good. Um, actually, what's Masha's company that Rembrandt and Cosmic have been working with a lot? Um, hold on. Is it NYWC? No. no. Um it I believe it's two companies that have been working together. Um, and they kind of made their own school plus slash promotion. I'm going to creep on Cosmic quick because I know she she posts about it. Um, yes, she actually she just did a match. She just did a match there with uh, with Masha. She's been working a lot with Masha there. Um, and Cosmic, her her she's Cosmic's always been amazing, but her training with Masha, you can definitely tell that she's getting that rub. And uh, I'm telling you right now, 2023 is going to be a huge year for Cosmic. But what is the name of the place they just started working? 
don't mention don't her name to Meta. Don't mention her, uh, Geek's name to her. She uh, she'll she'll grab Geek through the wall and like launch him. Oh, from- Battle Battle Club Pro. And I've heard Battle I've heard of that promotion. Yes, I've heard wrestling and the and I think the school is called the Fallout Shelter. Wow, they have a school. Yeah, I think it's two promotions that came together and they work. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's um, it's the Federate Wrestling Battle Club Pro and Fallout Shelter. Check them out. Um, Iron sharpens Iron sharpens iron. I was a stroke saying that, and that's one of the schools you definitely have to keep a, a team out for. Yeah, Hog is Hog is something that is killing it. I heard the last show was great. I my sister was I my I told my sister about it, which lives in New York City, and I said, "Sister Panther, we have to go to a show. Where where's where where do they do shows a lot? I'm like in Queens. She's like, well, if there's a hotel within like." walking distance we can go the day before stay at the hotel and then we'll go to the show the next day and i'm like i've already driven four hours to a show did it work the whole day and then drove home like i drove to atlantic city did the show and drove home from atlantic city they yeah. are rough they are rough drives but uh house of glory man charles mason evander james the main event um ben rutin um Amazing my god uh mantakia nola katana uh Leroy, big game Leroy. I mean that promotion, and that's just the handful that I know from PPW. That promotion's so good, so good. Joey Everyone threw amazing red, so awesome. Red. Joey Silver, yeah. Joey Silver. Don't forget Joey yeah. Silver is Silver. there. Are yeah. you Anthony? Are you familiar with the the SATs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh Encore. My God. Oh my God. Encore. Yeah. Encore is so in there. I heard, I heard so much good things about Encore. Have He's not great. seen him. But I was so, so glad to Encore versus Jay Bougie. Somebody book it. I need that match in my life. Encore versus Jay Bougie. We need it. Like, I'm so glad you said you, you do, Anthony, because we've had people on the They're legendary. The West Coast going, wait, they've said on this podcast, Geek. I'll go SATs. Who? And I'm like, How do you know? SATs are, are, are so legendary. They were at Ray Mysterio's party at Raw. Yes. Yeah, they, 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 we're, we're, I'm going to say is they're really cool. We, we like, we talked to them. They have that promotion win, their new promotion yeah. they, they they started. Yeah, win. Yeah, I I'd love. To, listen, SIT, call me. You need a guy to come in. They're good yeah. people. They, yeah, you they're connect awesome. with them. You're connected for life. <laughs> like they, they did a match. They did a match at uh, Outbreak Wrestling that was really good. It was uh, SAT versus Diamond City War Machine and Philly Mike Swanson, and it was a banger. Yeah, I was not on commentary for that match, but I I watched in awe as a fan. <laughs> They need to come to PPW. Just saying. PPW, you heard it here first. Dude, book, book PPW, SAT. I'm talking to you. Hi, Bo. What's going on? I'm the problem. I know. Hi, I'm the problem. Yes. Please, you guys need to try to get the SATs on your promotion. I will come. I promise. Ooh. Ooh. I promise. Joe, oh, you just heard that. You heard it first. You heard Ooh. it first. Joe's going now. I, I, got, I, got, I got a match. I don't care if I have to walk. I don't I care if the I have to swim. I don't care if I have to monkey crawl through the freaking woods of the Pico- Poconos. You I will try to be Ant- there. Anthony, you 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 heard it. You heard so it. So from... SATs. What are, what are they? How many members are in SAT? Three. Like five members. Oh, three. That's three. Like, three. That's like the they mostly roll with. They mostly run with what? Three. Three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, right now there's a team at PPW that rolls with three members called Primal Fear. Ooh, oh I my god! Crazy. I mean, that writes itself. Primal fear versus SAT, <laughs> PPW. Would you would you want to steal an idea? Give an idea for a match, Paul. Do like almost like they do in NYWC. Do like a 
Psycho Circus match. Psycho Circus matches scare me because that's isn't that where Willow got hurt? The Psycho Circus. Yeah. But th- that would be the craziest match because the SATs do the what? Oh, the Canadian Destroyer, and they do the Spanish Fly. Spanish Fly. Oh mm-hmm. gosh, Spanish Fly through a table. The, the washing machine. The washing machine. Listen, we just had a show at PPW that was uh, a fans bring your own weapon match. Yeah, I heard and, that. Um, someone brought a dildo. What? what? Yeah. And it got used. If you want to see Alpha Junior, use a dildo. Um, <laughs> so, uh, fight TV. Let's go subscribe. PPW. <laughs> like, you got to see this, but I don't want to see this. <laughs> and Harley had her speech. Did you see Harley's picture of her on the, on the, on the stop sign? That was hand? my stop sign. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I, I messaged her and said, hardcore Harley. Yeah, I, I gave her my stop sign so she can bring give it to the ring. There was, <laughs> that, there, was AB, there was ABJ stickers all over it. That smile on her face was priceless. Was it pink? Was smile on her face? <laughs> it was not That's a pink. It was, it, was, uh, it was my skin tone color. <laughs> oh, jeez. But a lot more on steroids. <laughs> It was, yeah, it was like, bro. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> the censor, they're going to be so sensitive today. Yeah, as, of, as we get banned from the internet. Yeah, we're done. We're... Did you see the, the X in the corner? Three times. Facebook, guys. gone. Instagram. It's, it's okay. It's, it's okay. We'll create a new page. We'll call it yeah, Dudes it, at Ring. We'll call it Dudes at Ringside, but we'll improvise. I would feel horrible if I had a page taken down because i said (laughs) (laughs) we've had worse we had a a female wrestler from canada not no name dropping she had something happen to her at a match a hardcore match she did and a certain famous hardcore wrestler saw her wound and was like i ain't eating that can't canceled lol (laughs) hey Uh, i know that word way too well (laughs) Hi, friend. <laughs> Welcome back to the dark side. Hello, darkness. Hi, friend. Remember me? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, we a fa- for, famous hardcore wrestler, saw this woman's wounds and said, I'm not touching those. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, hardcore and deathmatch scare, scare me. Um, I, I understand how people appreciate them. Um, but I guess when you become friends with the talent and you're like, oh boy, I'm not really excited that you uh, are going to do that. That's scary. Yeah. My biggest fear is, especially traveling with a wrestler, is imagine like, hey, you're in a car ride and you drove three and a half hours to a show. And then you go to that show and God forbid the person you drove has to go to the hospital. You're the driver. Uh, yeah. I'm the driver. So guess who sits in the ER room for another eight hours after they just worked the show? You. You the captain yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> you the captain we're there, now. We're there for <laughs> You're a the very mommy and daddy. Time. Yeah. It's gonna be a long night. You're the poppy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and they're gonna ask you, doctor. So are you the dad? Uh yeah, I guess. That's why would dad. they ask me if I was the dad? If we're not we're not giving birth, it's a wrestling injury. I don't know, because if the doctor doesn't know, what the guy's knocked out, I guess you have to be the poppy. <laughs> like, <dad>. all right, <laughs> you lost me on that analogy. Well, I'm with, uh, Joe, 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 just 
Sit, sit in the corner, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, that, that's that's the that's the most. You're singing. You're singing time out right now, Joe. I'm just always sing, just sit, just just sing time out. Like that's the thing. Like <laughs> you're driving this person. Like that's like a very interesting, important question. Like if you're driving this person to the wrestling show, and they get knocked out, and some reason they don't have their gear, their rest, regular stuff on, they don't have their ID in their wallet. It's still in the locker room. They just they took them off. She lost her. You know what I mean? A lot of valuables, yeah. Yeah, you have to be the the arms and the eyes and ears of this person's whole being. You have to run the locker room, find out what Some bag was the there. Do you imagine that? Like, um, guys, it's Anthony's bedtime. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 you, guys, you guys have any more uh, questions? Uh, yeah, I was just uh, I was just about to uh, talk about my favorite moment from Critic Pro. Actually. Oh, please do. Yes. Yeah, so my, my favorite moment from Creative Pro is actually when Bryce Donovan won the Creative Pro Championship at the Grand Stage because he went through a lot this year through injury and everything, and for him to finally get the the big one this year was actually an amazing moment to see. So Yeah, uh, Facade winning the PPW Championship was like that for me as well. Just knowing uh-huh. Facade personally and how much work he puts in and the, and the, and the, the time he travels to get to shows and – first in last out mentality and and hurting his knee and thinking he was going to take the rest of the year off to a knee injury and fighting through it. Uh, it was, it was a dope moment, especially because he's been chasing that title since before the pandemic. So it was a, uh, I actually almost got a little emotional on commentary. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to put Paul under the bus. But I think Paul did a little bit too. I think we both got a little teary eyed. I'm not going to lie. Harley, Harley has goosebumps right there. It was good. It was a good moment. Uh, so where where can we find you, Anthony? Uh, I am very easy to find Anthony Blackwell Jr. on all social media, um, or you can go to linktree.com slash Anthony Blackwell Jr. I have everything there. Uh, I, I I will I, I want to put one plug out here. Uh, we're building up like that Discord I was telling you about. Um, so my Discord that is in the linktree, it's completely free to join. I think we're like 17 members away from hitting 100, which would be a cool milestone. So come in, enjoy the Discord, enjoy some fun conversations. And uh, I'm currently on the quest of hitting 300 subscribers on YouTube uh, by the end of the year. I would like to do that, um, or at least the end of the month. I have two weeks to do that. I'm currently sitting at 258. So uh, anything is possible. So if you are listening to this and you would like to check out the YouTube channel, uh, please do so. And then anywhere you can find podcasts, the uh, ABJ podcast. Um, That's Anthony Blackwell Jr., abbreviated to ABJ if you want to take it and be dirty and be funny, please do. Um, it's that's what it's there for. Um, but yes, the a every and then listen, the best way to remember it is everyone loves ABJ. You know what I mean? <laughs> that that's clever right there. You know what I mean? I <laughs> uh, see you later, Harley. I'll uh, head to bed. Thank you for hanging out, and I'll I'll be seeing you soon. Definitely, Thank you, Harley. But, thanks for always coming in the chat and have a great night, you. friend. Yeah. yeah, Anthony. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Anytime. Man. I hope I didn't. Talk too much. Oh no, no, no man, you've been awesome, dude. We got to no. do the our, our at the end of the show. We'll we'll do a fun little breakdown. We a fun the fun parts. I'm Joe Panther the third. I'm the Metal Geek. I'm ABJ. And we will catch you in the next one. See you in December, Pra family.